start the documentary with a guy that looks kind of like me. And it, it underneath him it says, understudy, and in quotes, Yoni. And his first words are, God forbid. Um, here I am. There's a greater purpose to cast. They know something we don't know. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you as in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> I've been eating pecans. Excuse me if there's some um, some mouth sounds. I'm back. Where was I? Why? Where, where am I back from? You ask. Well, I'm back from Wisconsin. We took a little trip this weekend. Uh, we played a festival uh, in Milwaukee, but the day before that, uh, we went to Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, for for a comedy show, a buddy of ours uh, was performing there, and we decided we would take the opportunity while we were in the neighborhood to uh, to check him out. and uh, And it was Matt Meldon's birthday, so it worked out perfectly. Uh, so we went and saw him, Moshe Kasher. He killed, and his featuring comedian killed Dan. Fuck, I forget Dan's last name right now. Um, I'll look it up and I'll try to tell you uh, at the end. But yeah, that guy was great as well. Very, very raw. Moshe destroyed. Like, did crowd work that, uh, and just very quick, very quick, very impressive. And then uh, he and I got together and did a, did a podcast uh, after. So that'll come out in a couple of weeks uh, for, for you all. And that, was, that got really raw. That got very sexual. And uh, we, we talked about a lot of, not physically, so we, we did not physically get sexual in the hotel room, but we talked about sex stuff a lot. I'm going to have to probably edit a lot of that out. Otherwise, I will never get uh, a girl to be close to me again. But uh, today we have uh, Mike Bradovsky. I think I'm saying his last name right. You'll notice how at the end of this episode, when I say I've, I've been sitting here with Mike and I kind of leave his last name out because I didn't know how to say it. But I think it's Brodovsky, right? That seems right. Who is friends with uh, this famous cat called Lil Bub. Okay. I was, uh, bro- this was brought to my attention by Bryce Cherry, my buddy Bryce Cherry, who has a cat called Princess Monster Truck. So they're in this famous cat community together. Uh, and I didn't know much about Lil Bub, but he when when Bryce told me about it, actually on a podcast. Then later, I started to see Lil Bub everywhere. She's pretty cute. Uh, she really is. So yeah, I think you you probably if you're on the internet, you're familiar with her. She's kind of all over the place. And if not, you can check her out. I have some exciting shit coming up. Uh, I can't really talk about it much. I don't want to talk about it yet because uh, I don't like to talk about things before they happen and stuff like that. But I have a couple of exciting things going on. 
and and I'm 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 gonna be in New York uh, next week, or uh, I think the the tenth I I head there, and I'm gonna be there for a week uh, for a couple of exciting things that I'm not gonna talk about. Ooh, how's that for leaving you on the edge of your seat? Uh, but I'll talk about them later, you know, as they as they uh, unfold and manifest. Uh, it, I, I'm going to be staying with my buddy RJ most of the time, uh, but he lives all the way out in Crown Heights. If if for the first few days, I'd love to stay in the like uh, Manhattan. If anybody has hookups and is aware of a nice place for me to stay, you let me know. You let me know. The Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com uh, is where where to reach me. Also, please keep donating to the podcast. It's 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 very helpful. Um, you can donate on PayPal with the email address, the Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, it's very helpful, especially when I go on these trips and stuff like that. And I'm gonna try to get some good podcasts for you guys. In New York, I have a couple things lined up, and I'm going to try to make a couple things more happen. Unfortunately, some people, you know, <clears throat> I've asked some friends of mine or loose loose acquaintances whether they would do it, and some people, you know, don't like to do it. Some people don't like to air their whole life out on the uh, internet. Some people like to stay a bit mysterious, and I respect that completely. So I don't I don't press the tissue when uh, when somebody is of that mind. But uh, I'll try to get some interesting talks for you guys. Sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm learning now that when somebody says that, I'm learning to just say, well, well, let's get a drink or something. And then I try to do like a podcast, basically have a, an intimate conversation, but, but not record it, you know, but just try to get to know somebody like that. Because it's been so helpful for me, uh, to, not, not helpful, but enriching doing this, you know, really getting to know uh, people, a lot of different people, you know, that I talk to on, on a deeper level, you know, and some of them we don't get super deep with some of the conversations stay more, you know, within the realms of, I don't know, work or whatever. But my favorite ones are ones that go uh, deeper to layers below. So yeah, New York trip, I, I'm extremely nervous. I'm, 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 I feel a bit out of out of my element. Uh, on 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 these things, these are these are new and different opportunities. Uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited, but at the same time, you know, I, I'm a bit nervous, and I don't know whether to prepare prepare before I go or trust myself in the moment. You know, or a little bit of both, half malt, half milkshake. You know, mix it up. Will I bring what I need to bring to the table? Just by having the 34 years behind me and the experiences I have? Or, you know, do I need my, my times of, of, of silence to myself? These are questions that I'm asking myself in general, um, you know, these days for, for, for my life. You know, am I able to act in the moment? Or do I rely on that introverted nature that has been traditionally mine, where I need to mine um, for ideas, you know, uh, uh, alone in a, in a quiet room, you know? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm changing. Honestly, I feel like I am turning from introvert to extrovert. 
and I'm becoming more comfortable with other people and feeling more energized from other people. I, I, this is a strange, strange thing. And I don't know if this happens um, to other people, but I, I really feel like, you know, when I was a child, I was a textbook, like hardcore introvert, you know, and, in, and even, even up until five years ago, uh, and things have slowly started to change. I had some, I had, I'd say a nervous breakdown or two, uh, over the last few years, uh, some some major changes uh, in my life have occurred uh, based on illness and, and uh, stuff like that. And, and I, I think they've changed me or I've changed myself because of them. All that said, uh, Matt Mellon's coming soon and uh, we're going to go to the gym uh, because uh, I need it. Let's get into this talk with Mike. You know, he mostly tells us a lot about Lil Bub, who seems like a fascinating cat. I wouldn't call myself a cat person. I'm not a cat guy. I don't have a cat, but I like cats, you know, when they're, when they're good cats. And I, I'm not saying there's bad cats, like he's one of the good ones or something like that. But, uh, you know, I like a cat who relates, relates to people a little more, I guess. Some cats uh, seem a little estranged to me. But this sounds like a fascinating, personable cat, Lil Bub. And uh, hopefully I'll get to meet her at some point. And then we talk a little bit about Mike's music career. Mike is in bands and he's he records music. He's an engineer and producer. So we get into that towards the end. But it's a good conversation. We had it a couple weeks ago when I was in Indianapolis he came up for a show. He lives in Bloomington. And, uh, yeah, check it out. Hi. Hey, man. So, it's good to meet you, Mike. You as well. Um, yeah, Bryce, Bryce speaks very highly of you, as, as does Carl. So, I, I oh, had to meet you. Great. And uh, see what all this hype is about. Well, Bryce is an awesome dude. Yeah. Yeah, have you, you just met him through the famous cat community? Well, yeah, it was like, um, so I, I, I live in this crazy famous cat world now, and uh, <clears throat> I saw, you know, Princess Monster Truck came up, and I was like, this cat is phenomenal. And then I read about the story, and it was like, oh, the one guy's a tattoo artist, and, and the ladies, like, does art and stuff. They seem like cool people. And then um, I actually saw that they were being represented by this manager, I'll never okay. me manager. He's a bad guy. Well, I don't want to say that. So, what's funny is he kind of has this aura. If, if it was like a like a movie or something, he he seems like he'd be the sort of the antagonist in a sort of a way, but not really. I mean, I've talked to him. He tried to represent Bub. It just wasn't for me. It was he's a life. hard ass. Maybe you'd say he, he's a he, he's in the biz. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, that's his job. Yeah, he, he's a. He's a manager. He gets you out there. He's like uh, wheeling and dealing, wears the sunglasses, flip his, flips his hair and stuff. Nice guy. Yeah. But, you know, he asked me if I want to – this was, you know, before Grumpy Cat existed. And Bub first sort of hit hit the scene, and it was very new to me. And I'm like, what the hell Grumpy Cat is like – was the original? No, but well, so like if, if you want to go through the sort of like – this, the cat pack. You have to excuse my ignorance. No, it's great. Yeah. yeah. So basically, I'll just give you the, the short rundown. My cat, 
I, I had a, a Tumblr because she's a fantastic magical cat, and I was so proud of her. I have four other cats, and I started this thing sort of as a joke with my friends, you know, like you do like this little thing, and yeah. people are like, oh, that cat's real cool, you know. And it sort of blew up, and then before you know it, BuzzFeed's writing about it, Vice is writing about it, Good Morning America wants us on TV, and all this stuff. So then Ben reached out, that's what he does. He finds like internet memes, things that get big, and then he kind of wants to capitalize on it. Like, yeah. oh, I can make t-shirts, I can get you this deal, I can get you that deal. And he was saying this stuff, and I'm like, ah, uh, you know, that's... I'm not trying to do this. It's happening, so I'm going to go with it, and I'm right. going to handle it on my own and decide what's right for me. I don't want any pressure, outside pressure, like, I have to do this. It's my cat, so I'm going to do it the way I know how to do it and whatever kind of happens organically. And that, that, that was the end of that. <clears throat> um, but then Grumpy Cat comes along, and he, you know, same thing. It goes viral, and he picks them up, and then he gets them all the stuff. They have a movie deal. They have all the stuff. Grumpy's like the most, the most famous. Yeah, it's, it, but it's not even all like the name. The cast name isn't Grumpy Cat, but that's like it's like a thing. He, he, yeah. he looks grumpy, so they call it. Yeah, so like the internet kind of made it and created. It. It's like a, it's more like a like a meme. There's like the picture of the cat that says no, and there's like all these jokes that are made about right. it, which was right. created by the internet, not necessarily by the owners of the cat, or just even, by different random people doing. Yeah, yeah, it's like the the whole internet created this phenomenon. And I try and keep the bub thing is, it's my cat, and I want to, I don't like the memes, I don't like other people making up their own stuff. It's like, this is my cat, and I'm going to... Do you have laws against that? Do you have, like, a... No, I mean, if people are going to do it, they do it, but you'll see, like, there's not a lot of memes created. There's, like, three of them of my cat, just because, you know, I kind of created the story, and my friends and I, we all have... It's like being in a band, but it's a different creative outlet. It's like, oh, like, people... You're in a band, and, like, X amount of people might care about it, but with Bub, everyone cares about it, so it's very easy to, like, oh, this is, people are very receptive to uh-huh. it. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, going back to Bryce, so this is, you know, about a year later, and I saw that that Ben was like, oh, I represent Princess. She's the newest, biggest thing. Right. And I was in New York on some, uh, on some Bub trip, and I just sent Tracy a message. It was like, hey, I don't know if you know... By my cat Bub, but I saw you know Princess looks like a super cool cat, and they're all about rescue and stuff, yes. and that's part of what Bub and I do too. Is this positive message about animal care and in general, you know, adopting and all that stuff. And so she was like, "Oh my God, yeah, I love Bub, and I, we've actually wanted to reach out, but we didn't want to seem weird." And I was like, "Oh man, this no problem at all. I can talk to you about all this." And we they came over and met Bub, and we just talked about all the stuff. Wait, they, they were, came here. No, this was in New- I was in New York. You were in New York. Okay, on okay. Bub Business, so I had Bub with me. And um, so, uh, so yeah, and I, met, I met with them, and we just hit it off, man. Like, yeah. They're such cool people. And it was, you know, we'll get there, but I really feel like Bub is, has these magical powers. She's, um, she creates her own destiny, and she brings people together in the weirdest ways, like how everything's very, very intensely connected. And... Um, like it's and you crazy think through 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 Bub as a conduit. Yeah, Bub Bub brought us together. Wait, wait, wait do I say her or him? I, I her know. her. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and she's uh, yeah. And so you know, the first time we hung out, we just like we're like felt like best friends. You yeah. know, and we've been there. I've been there you in New see, York. You seem like you would get along with them. Oh yeah, yeah. it has yeah. been great. And uh, he tattooed me last time I was there, oh, and cool. it's like I mean I feel like they're very good friends. Yeah, and we always joke about it. I'll see. I mean we've hung out maybe three or four times, yeah. but every time it's like 
this is awesome. How are we? And my girlfriend Stacy is real close with them now too. Stacy, just... Tracy, yeah, yeah. We call, I call him Stracy. Stracy. Um, yeah, I just asked Tracy and Bryce to design a, an engagement ring. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. What a tattoo. No, an actual an ring. An actual yeah. ring. Okay, because yeah. I know people do. You have one of those yourself. Yeah, yeah. People do that sometimes, and I've heard about for weddings. They do. It. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. Yeah, they 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 definitely feel that way to me too. Yeah, just very close. You know? And they're very kind people. And so that thing is, they were very relieved that I talked to them about because they're like thrown into this right. weird world and. They went to a few places with Ben, and he was, like, wheeling and dealing, and they were like, oh, my God, what is this? And I was like, guys, you don't have to do that. Dude, you are creative people. Do it on your own terms. Do you really want a super famous cat, or do you just, you know, go with the flow? People like what you're doing. You don't have to change, and you can spread a positive message. People listen, you know? It's like, my cat got famous, and I was like, dude, so many people don't uh, don't even understand why it's important to adopt. Like, you know, a lot of us understand, but some people have no idea, like, right. why it's bad to buy from a breeder, right. or, you know, um, so it's like, I can easily just spread a message, because everyone is sharing all the stuff that I post, so in every video, it says, Bub thinks you should adopt spay and neuter your pet. Right, and it goes out to a lot of people. It's such a simple message, and, and people listen to it. Is, yeah. is, is, is Bub's the product of, of, you know, breeding, inbreeding and whatnot, like, like Princess is? She's not. So Bub's story is way different. She was born the runt of a feral litter. Okay. So she was found in the woods by my friend's mom Okay. Uh, as a little kitten. And the other ki- kittens in the litter were perfectly normal. Um, Bub has so many... I mean, that's the story is that she's from space, and I, I kind of made that up because the culmination of all the birth defects in her is, like, the odds are astronomical. Like, there's no way she has dwarfism. She has polydactylism, which is extra toes on on your paws. And so that's rare in itself, but she has it on all four paws, which is almost unheard of. Okay. Uh, her teeth never grew in, so she has no teeth. How does she eat? Well, cats are um, carnivores. They don't actually chew food like we do. So. Oh, they just kind of let it go. Down. Yeah, like their teeth are for tearing apart their prey. And then okay. they, the bits of flesh that they swallow or bits of mouse or mole are right. probably bigger than kibble. You right, know? right, so, right. Um, so she has no teeth. Her lower jaws deformed, so her tongue's always flopping out. And she's the only cat in recorded history born with this bone condition called osteopetrosis. Okay. Um, which is the opposite of osteoporosis, sort of. It, it, her bones keep getting bigger, denser, and more deformed as she grows older. Okay. So all these things... Isn't that what, what like, Andre the Giant and those kind of people have? I don't know if te- technically that's exactly what they okay. have, but... Um, it's rare in humans, but ex- exceptionally rare in cats. I think there's three reported cases, and they, they all happen like late in a cat's life after cancer or something, but Bub was born with it, so okay. vets had no idea what to do. Um, so, But Bub is this extremely unique, one-of-a-kind cat, and so one of her slogans is, you know, there's only one Bub in that we're not going to breed her. Right. We're, this is not... She's this rare specimen. She has this sort of message. She's here. She came to our planet to spread joy and uh, to educate the people of, of Earth, you know? Yeah. And, and you're giving her a good life, it sounds like. You're making sure yeah. she's not getting uh, exploited. In, in oh, no, yeah. I mean, and- I, like I said, I, I made rules at the beginning. I don't, I don't seek out any opportunities. Yeah. Only things that come to us. And um, they don't stop coming. And I turn a lot of things down. But, you know, we've got a book... 
Uh, I saw that in Urban Outfitters. I was going oh, yeah. through. I was like, "This is that dude that Bryce was telling yeah. me about." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, like tonight, I don't know if you know, but tonight her special on Animal Planet is debuting, which yeah. is a big deal. Carl told me that's awesome. Yeah, all this stuff it just it happens, and I have rules, so I don't seek out opportunities when they do come. Um, I'm very, I'm totally fine with saying no. Yeah. You know, this is I tr- treat all this as like this weird thing that happens that I never planned for. So, right. if I don't, if it's not happening the way I want it to, I just say no. I'm, I have nothing to lose. And, you know. And do do you also give a, pro, a part of the proceeds away to oh yeah shelters and things from the very beginning from before she was even that famous? We made a T-shirt like for fun, sort of. My friend yeah. designed it. Yeah, from the beginning, we've raised at this point. It's almost it might have exceeded a hundred thousand dollars wow. in about a year and a half. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. And we just announced Lil Bub's big fund for the ASPCA, okay. so, which we've been working on for a while. It's the first national fund for special needs pets. Okay. So, yeah, we also you know, talk a lot about what it takes because a lot of people see this, oh, this famous cat, I want a cat, just like it, and don't really understand what goes into taking care of a, a pet like Bub. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, she's got so many health problems. Yeah, it's, it's more work than a dog. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking, and you have to be ready not just to do whatever it takes and not not only be able to afford to have a, a pet like that because you have no idea what might go wrong mm-hmm. um you also have to be able to be ready for heartbreak um right. i adopted her at, honestly she was like this big at two months old yeah and i adopted her because no one else really wanted her and people thought she'd die or you know have these crazy vet bills <clears throat> and i was like but this cat needs a home and she's the most remarkable creature i've ever seen you know uh-huh, like uh-huh. i'm gonna take care of this thing whenever it takes i thought she might live a few more months and that's yeah. what my vet said yeah he looked at her he said this is the weirdest cat i've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um so and it's been how long a, a year and a half no she's two and a half now. two and a half yeah okay. so i've had her for over two years okay and um have you always had cats is that like a, a you know yeah, I've got um, familiar with. Yeah, so I've got four other cats. Well, five now. My girlfriend Stacy um, just moved in and brought her cat Spooky. And uh, yeah, I didn't really like. Congratulations cats. on on, oh, on oh, thanks, the fact man. that you're going to get married too. Yeah, I, it's I, really yeah. very exciting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, these are my other cats here. That's Special Agent Dale Cooper. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's Oscar, nice. Vivian, and Josie. Nice. And so why do you call him Special Agent Dale Cooper? Does he have that vibe? Oh, yeah, he does. He yeah. looks, he, he's 21 pounds. It's like he's eaten pie his whole life. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's, uh, so yeah, I didn't really like cats kind of growing up. And my first cat found me. I was moving out of my house in college. And um, I kind of, yeah, my, my ex-girlfriend from high school had this cat that kept sticking its butt in my face. And I was like, dude, right. what is up with cats? Right. They are so annoying. Um, I didn't get it yet. I hadn't figured it out. And then this cat, I was like moving out, this feral cat, stray, just walks in. And the other dudes are moving shit out too. There's like four of us in this house. And he just follows me in. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And I go outside, move some boxes, just follows me. And then he follows me in. I sit down and like go through stuff. He's sitting next to me, just staring at me. It's like, yeah. dude, what's up? And then I was like, I guess you're my cat now. He's like, you're the one. Yeah, he's like, I'm not leaving you. Are you my daddy? Yeah. And he was a special needs cat. He had um, FIV, feline was, immune oh, yeah, virus. Oh, yeah, yeah. He sneezed all the time and shit. Uh, he just screamed all the time. Okay. I mean, he was just a talkative cat. Yeah. His name was Roscoe. He was awesome. And uh, and that's when I was like, oh, I get it, man. These, these the, There's a greater purpose to cats. Like, they, they know something we don't know. They definitely are on another level. Oh, yeah. I can say that. And I, I sometimes can't relate to cats. Dogs are easy because I feel like I'm kind of like a dog. But cats <laughs> cats are very different. You know what I mean? It's a very oh, yeah. different creature. Totally. And Bub, I think, is like the, ext- the extreme of that. You know, yeah. like, you're around Bub and you're like... 
I mean, people cry around her. Like, people that don't know who she like is. seeing a stigmata or something like that. Oh, yeah, people, like, we go to the airport, and a woman's like, you know, we're checking out. She's like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, yeah, this is my cat. She's like, the energy from her is overwhelming me. Wow. Oh, yeah, all the time that happens. Wow. It's true. People get in her presence, and they're just like, they can't. So you can't even feel it in a photograph anyway. She looks interesting in photographs, but... Yeah, I feel like... The, I've, I know it sounds crazy, but you know I've been dealing with this for the past two years. It's consumed my life. And yeah. really, I feel like she's really here for a reason. Because like I said, this all happens at her beckoning call. It's like this yeah. is... And sh- she looks this way specifically like to grab the attention of people and then to get her actual message across. She's like a real inspiration because... Her whole message also is, you know, being different is great. Like, embrace the things that are different about you and use them to your advantage and be proud of yourself. And so, um, you know, this bone disease she has uh, is pretty remarkable because there was a point where she couldn't walk anymore. Okay. She was almost completely immobile. She was pushing, like, with her back legs and couldn't even move her front arms and just kind of scooting along. It It was getting scary. I was freaking out. Yeah. Um, the vet, we went to a specialist. He said, you know, it's this disease. It's going to keep getting worse. There's nothing you can do about it. You're probably going to have to put her down. And uh, she couldn't move at all at one point. And, she, you know, she looks happy all the time. But when she's not when she's not feeling good, she doesn't look happy. It's, mm-hmm. it's quite the opposite. It's like take that extreme of happiness and flip it around. That's right. how distressed she is. And it was really rough. And we actually, I didn't know what to do. I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to have to... We have to put her down, and then uh, someone actually recommended. So Vice did a documentary about about Bub and me, and at the very end of this, the the camera guy from Vice, I talked to him, and he's like, "Dude, you should try Reiki." And uh, so I was gonna I was gonna say something like Pat Robertson, like some like hand, laying hands. Yeah, and what's crazy is that I was super skeptical, but I was like, I don't know what else to do, and uh, I live in Bloomington, so there's a lot of that kind of. Um, Hippie vibe. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, big time. And so I found someone, and she came every day, and I was I was hysterical, man, like crying every day. She came by, and I had to go outside because I couldn't handle it because Bub wasn't moving, you know. Mm-hmm. After about five days, Bub started like moving again. Her spirit was lifted, and with Bub, it's exaggerated. Like when she's bummed, it's like soul sucking, mm-hmm. and when she's glowing, you're people around her are just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And she got better. She got back to where she used to be, basically, mm-hmm. after two weeks of Reiki. And um, I actually even started... That's crazy. Oh, yeah. It was That's like... so cool. Like, the lady would show up, and Bub would crawl to her and sit in her lap, ready for her treatment. Huh. Like, Bub is very receptive. You know, we're also skeptical of this stuff. Yeah. And, um... Because we're humans, and we think about shit too much. Mm-hmm. And especially with these fucking devices and all this crap, you know, you lose, like, focus of, like the real energy that's around. And we all feel that energy. I was just talking like when there's a, you know, when you go to a show, you show up, there's no one there, but something you feel like this is going to be a good night. Mm-hmm. You don't know why. It was like last night uh, we played this show and I was like, even things were hectic and I was stressed out and I just got into town. But I was like, tonight's going to be a great show. And, you know, it just happens. Yeah. It's like this energy yeah. around and Bub really is like a concentrated energy like that. And um, so, yeah, Bub has no skepticism. She doesn't... Right. If there is some way to heal with energy, if anyone's receptive to it, it's, it's pets. They just want to get better. They don't give a shit how they get right, better. Right, She feels that energy happening, and she gravitates towards it. Yeah, she sees yeah. that's how I can get better. So that Reiki got her better. It didn't heal her or anything. Yeah. But So then <clears throat> the whole thing with Bub is that, and this, this is going back to how um, I feel like she, she knows what she's doing, and she decided to become famous on our planet for 
many specific reasons. And one of them is that through her fame, <clears throat> she um, we got a message from a fan that said, hey, Bub's condition is such and such. There's this new device on the market. It's called the Assisi Loop, and it's uh, pulsed electromagnetic field therapy. It's oh, not like wow. magnet stuff. It's not that kind of weird voodoo stuff. It's actually proven technology. They use it overseas a lot in Europe, um, post bone surgery and stuff for healing. And it's supposed to be just an anti-inflammatory. That okay. It's basically it's this loop, and it has this little medallion on the bottom with a battery in it. And you push it, and it sends electromagnetic pulses through the body. I've had something. I, did, I, I went to a chiropractor, and he did some kind of thing like that. Too. It might be that, yeah. It increases that. blood flow. Yeah. It helps the body produce this chemical that's a natural anti-inflammatory. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, like a laser thing. Oh, something. maybe. Oh, there's laser therapy, I know, too. I don't Something like that, anyway. Anyways, they, said, they told me about it. I was like, ah, your first one's free. You yeah. know, you need your, your vet to prescribe it. Right. And um, it's not supposed to be a cure-all. Right. It's supposed to, like... It makes you like, feel a little better. Maybe. Yeah, especially, old, like, older pets, they, don't, they puke up medicine. So mm-hmm. it's like a way you just put it on there. It goes for 15 minutes. Good for, like, arthritis, sore joints. And for mm-hmm. Bub, that seemed like, eh, I'll try it. My vet's like, yeah, try it out. Well, the results were... Fucking insane! That's great. Within five days, she she hadn't stood up since she was a kitten. She started standing upright. Wow! She started walking. To well, it all started. Her legs were twitching the first like few days I was using it. And I was to call my vet. I'm like, dude, this is weird. He's like, just keep using it. That's the blood flowing. Um, then she started. So after about six months, uh, we were on our book tour. Oh, here's the other thing. So we tour a lot. You know, people okay. are like, oh my god, how does she handle it? She handles. She, she loves, rolls with you. Oh, everywhere. She lo- like she'll sit on my lap in the in the plane, in okay. the, and she loves it. It's okay. not like she's she's. To- I mean, you've seen her. She's like super wide eyed. She loves all these new experiences. Yeah. Turns out the tra- okay. So the traveling's good for her too. And I'm getting to all this. So this loop, I keep using it because like it's remarkable. Now she's running, like running what? like a rabbit. Like it's okay. crazy. Like wow. this is and imagine the relief. Like cause yeah. I was about to put her down. Right. Like really close, and then like there was. And it's her fame. Like, if we never would have found out about this weird device that has just been... This you know, fan was a, was a, is, is a vet as well? Her neighbor is a vet okay. who is exploring this new treatment okay. and used it on his dog okay. or whatever, and it worked. Um, so then... so this bone you travel with the device? Yeah, everywhere yeah. she goes. Yeah. yeah, she gets two treatments a day at least. So a little sidetrack. So her disease, osteopetrosis, is very rare. Yeah. Now, when you Google osteopetrosis, the first it's thing that comes up. Well, no, the first I mean, thing that comes up her, is yeah. yeah. So, Bub is the first thing that comes yeah, up. Yeah. So, there's only a few specialists in the world that really researched this. You know, did their thesis on it, whatever. And yeah. one of them Googled osteopetrosis because you know she's kind of out of. She's done with that, doing something else with her life. But she Googled and saw Bub. She's not like a fan of cats right. or anything, but she contacted me. This huge thing, like. This is really interesting that your cat has this. I've done all this research. These are different people that you should talk to about it. And it's kind of overwhelming. And I'm like, oh, okay. So she became a fan, started following. And then she met us at one of our book signings. And I said, yeah, come early. I'd love to meet you. And she's talking to me. And then she sees the loop. And she goes, is that pulse electromagnetic field therapy? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, my goodness. Is it helping her? And I was like, it's changed her life. And she's like, you have no idea what that means for your cat. Even though it's not supposed to, it's not designed to treat this really rare disease. Obviously, right. she has. It means that Bub has a very specific form of osteopetrosis. Okay. Um, so I don't know it too well, but basically we have cells called osteoblasts. Okay. Um, in our bones that 
um, break down all the time, create tiny little fissures, and then they reheal okay. with osteoclasts. Osteopetrosis, there's two different kinds, and the, the bad kind is there are no osteoblasts. So the cells never break down, and the osteoclasts just keep building and building mm-hmm. until it gets bigger. What this means is that Bub has this one form that has osteoblasts. They're just too big to break down on their own. Okay. These cells are too large. So the electromagnetic breaks them down. Yeah. So it basically like makes the disease it's bas- not, not... It's basically a cure... It's like, a, a treatment. A, tr- a full-on treatment yeah. for this disease that my, like specialist vets are just like, there's no research, there's nothing, we don't that's know what awesome. to do. It's insane. So that's, what's, that's why it works so well. And that's why whenever we travel with Bub, she's always so happy, and I was yeah. always like, what's going on? She's... Likes life better when we travel. Well, it's all the vibrations of the car and the okay. plane help break down. things down. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, but that we never would have known that if she didn't get famous. You know, yeah. like, yeah. if her story wasn't out there, it's almost like she has this energy and she's putting it out there. And it's like, through the internet and through this, I can get the treatment I need. And that's what makes me think that she's like this uh, alien space cat yeah. that's like... I'll try this planet out and see if they can help me. Right, know? right. Yeah, she would have just been put down, and it would have been oh, yeah. sad. And yeah. or in the in the woods, I mean, she wouldn't have yeah. lasted. Yeah, I'm saying at even all. if you had adopted her and she oh, hadn't right. gotten famous, yeah, it's been like you'd had to do what you had to do. Unfortunately, yeah, Whew, yeah, it was heavy. Wow, that's 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 that's, that's a pretty, crazy story, man. That's a crazy wild. story, and you you don't, but you don't take her on TV. I heard you on uh, on Q. Uh, with Gian Gomez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you don't take her on TV, isn't that right? Or am I? Or am I? Am I? No, uh, I, I do. I mean, that. whenever someone asks us to do something, I'm like, hey, we'll do it, but it, we have to do this, this, and this. I'd say like, because uh, a lot of times they have like the hype man that makes people clap and all that. Right, Bob doesn't right, like right. that. So, oh, she's on Animal Planet tonight. What am I? Thinking? But that's not live television. So right. live television is a thing for me. where I'm like, you got to tell people they can't clap. They yeah. can go ooh or ah. I don't care right. if it's cheesy as long as but my cat's comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like on the view, and I thought of it last minute too, and I was like, "Hey, can you please ask people to like awe or like do something like right. that?" And it was great, and Bob was like super stoked to be yeah. sitting between Whoopi Goldberg and Barbara Wawa. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Um, well, let's let's change gears a little bit because uh, you you had a full on career and things that you did before the, before Bubs came along. Right. Um, and let's talk about that a little bit. You've been in bands yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and you, you record as well. You have a yeah. studio. Uh, so it's like the, yeah. Can we talk, you haven't talked about that in years. Sure. No, yeah. No, I, you know, I have. And so I, yeah, I own Russian Recording. It's my recording studio that I've had for about 10 years now. It's based out of Bloomington, Indiana. And, uh, yeah, I've recorded, I think, about 600 records at this point. Uh-huh. Um, record a lot of local bands, um, regional bands, done some national bands too, but um, usually bands that... It's kind of a what studio. About internet bands? Internet bands exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and it's like I created a really nice pro studio yeah. with lots of cool vintage gear and try to make it very affordable. What's your, what's your main, uh, like... Uh, your setup well the the crowning jewel of my setup is my 1972 sphere uh eclipse mixing nice. console it's very nice oh, I love sounds it. sounds gorgeous oh it looks it looks it's, i posted a picture of it and someone's like hey i didn't know lego made mixing consoles oh wow that's what it looks like it's cool. like super colorful and wild looking but yeah so I, i've been doing the studio and i played in a bunch of bands that um and that's kind of why we're here at Joyful Noises, because he, I've known Kyle forever, and he put out my my first band, Push Pull, mm-hmm. long when he was first getting started. 
And then now I'm playing here tonight in my band, The Sands, and, uh, and I play in another band that's on Joyful Noise called Memory Map. He, he just played me some Memory Map uh, oh, cool. just a little earlier. I'm sure you love it. Sounded, it sounded great. No, it sounds, it sounds fantastic. Cool, thanks, yeah, man. Definitely. It, I said, this reminds me of like a Chicago sound. Oh, cool. You see, he kind of agreed. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. So very, very nice stuff. Thanks. Um, and how long have you been doing, doing that, playing in bands and stuff? Oh, well, I played in bands in high school and then went to school to record and then stopped playing in bands for like seven years okay. completely. And then Push Pull was like 2004, and then I've been playing in bands since then. And are, are, the, the recording is, are you like strictly analog type guy or are you? No, you know, I interned at Electrical Audio at okay. Steve Albini's yeah. studio where it's all analog, and yeah. I do love the analog process. It's not, for me, it's not about the sound, it's about the process. So, um, not looking at a computer screen, really trying to get the take right on mm -hmm. tape because you're limited on space. Like, that's what I like about analog recording. I don't have an analog tape machine for tracking. I do have, I do have one for mixing. Um, you but, have a quarter inch. Yeah, I have a, a quarter inch for mixing. And then, but I record everything analog in that. I use an analog desk, all analog compression. I don't even know how to use plugins. So it's kind of a hybrid. So I use the computer so like the computer tape machine. So the computer is only to record into Yeah, and it's all multi-track, so it's still... 24 in, 24 out. And um, you, you, you like to record live? You don't fuck with too many overdubs? It depends. You know, depends what the band wants to do, but I'd say 90% of the time I prefer to capture the band live. You have that Albini ethos. Uh, you know, sort of, but the, like a lot of my projects, like Memory Map, for example, is a total studio band. Like, okay. we don't ha even write songs. We go in. The one guy, he plays, um, he plays a guitar, but then he has a MIDI pickup on it, and so the bottom three strings go to the MIDI pickup and go to a bass, to bass synth. Yeah, okay. and he plays John Fahey style, so he's playing like guitar stuff on the top strings and bass, the bass line on the bottom. Okay. So it's he'll just come up with riffs. The guy's like a, he's this Mormon genius who speaks fluent Japanese. He's okay. a crazy awesome guy. And uh, and then Josh, the drummer, who's playing tonight, he's in this band too, um, they just come up with these riffs and then we cut it all together and then they just go through a bunch of riffs and we cut it together into songs. Okay. And then me and Matt, the guitar players, we do all those crazy intricate guitar parts over that and come up with this ridiculous song. And then Dixon, the bass playing guy, will what we do for vocals is we just give him a mic and he just improvises, ad libs the whole, a oh. bunch of random shit like melodies. Yeah. And then I cut those all together into a melody that we like. And it's all jibber jabber. And then he, he takes redoes it, it or something. Well, then he takes the jibber jabber, like the random words he says in syllables. Yeah. And sees what words they sound like, and that's how we come up with our lyrics. Uh, wow, that's cool. So it's like the opposite of Albini. That's the opposite of Albini, but that's a real cool process. It's fun. And, and it, that's do you do everything like that with that band? Everything it's simple to. It's like all right, here's how we do it. That's good because it's assembly line. Well, it's part of it. I mean, it's out of necessity because we can't all get together and practice as a band. It's like, let's make a record. Let's just block the studio out. And right. we know that Dixon can rip crazy riffs that are super weird, but yet melodic. And then Matt and I are really good at just coming up with weird guitar parts. It just works for us. And how you, you just, in that, you just cut publishing up even with all you guys? Oh, the publishing. I'm just thinking yeah, about even, songwriting. Like, who did, you I don't, don't do think that about, shit. Okay, I, sorry, sorry. I, I think Carl's supposed to handle that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, Oh man, the business side of bands I don't even think about because my bands don't ever make it's any too money. Much. It's too much, man. It's too much. Let's to split up the debt. Is what it's like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it it does it does make things weird when you start having to think about that. But yeah, yeah. I almost prefer. And you know, something leading back to the cat thing is like everyone's like, dude, you work so hard on music all the time, and your cat gets successful. Right. 
like that's a bummer. I'm like, no, it's not. I was thinking about it. I don't. I, don't, I want to do music because I love it. Yeah. And I want to hang out with my friends and be creative. Once if like my band blew up and suddenly like there's all this pressure and have to like make people happy with Bub, it's easy. She's the famous one. I'm just there helping her out. Right. You can't go wrong. There's no pressure with the cat. And doesn't John, he, uh, Jonathan help you too? Do you That's, know Jonathan? I know Jonathan from back in the oh, day. Oh, you know what? I mentioned that I, we were going to do this, and he was like, oh, Yoni, I don't know if you'll remember me. I should say hi. Yeah, we stayed at his house one time. Dude, yeah, Jonathan's great. He's He helps me out. He's We, we call him Bub's manager, but really we put in quotes because like, he's an awesome dude yeah. who was like, dude, you're going to need help. Yeah. I know a lot of like the ins and outs of this kind of crap, like contracts and licenses yeah. and all this stuff. And he just helps, man. He's awesome. That's cool. He doesn't ask for anything in return, and that's cool. Super awesome guy. So, but I mean, I, I think you do have a like. You are successful in that you you run the studio. I mean, even I mean, aside from Bubs, yeah, like the studio sounds like a dream to me. Just like being able to go in and work every day and have a new band in there and have you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I was getting a little jaded near the end because well, not enough traffic or something. Well, or? Dude, I built a studio that I couldn't afford. Right. I mean, it's my overhead was outrageous. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of bands that I have to record, and then I'm, I'm recording stuff that when it's twelve hours a day every day for ten years, yeah, you're just like, true. oh that's my true. god, why can't some record I record blow up right. so I can, you know, like do instead you, of doing, I mean, most of my do you sessions, like see a part of the or the proceeds from records? Did you have points on things? No or? points. I'm just that, in that in that sense, out, it's uh, like Steve. Yeah, just like you're paying me for my service. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Um, I don't, you know, I don't want ownership over someone else's songs. Yeah. That's not, not my thing, but. Um, but yeah, and I was getting a little jaded, but this whole bub thing basically pays the overhead of my studio because yeah. I don't have time to really do stuff now. Yeah. And it was a nice break the past kind of year and a half. Yeah. And now I'm like really excited to get back into making, like really excited to get back into making I think I think you can only do that kind of thing for so long. And I, you know, as an artist, I've, I've never really, and I'd like to get into recording people and stuff like that i think it'd be fun do you record your own stuff the y records sound awesome man thank you thank you uh the y records that you've heard probably we didn't or we had help but we produce our own stuff you know what i mean so we decide on the arrangements and stuff but but we have engineers that help make it sound better yeah alopecia was the record that i sort of like found out about you i saw you guys when you played a bear's place bear's place in bloomington it's like a it's a pizza burger place and there's like tables yeah yeah yeah, yeah, kind of a packed show is awesome I know what you're talking about I know what you're talking about it was like it's like a weird like it's very dark like a high stage high stage and kind of it's like burger grease all over everything yeah I remember that um yeah that that album was recorded by a guy Tom Herbers um in uh Minneapolis and we, we we tend to do stuff within your your world and you know because oh, yeah, I mean, you're from the Midwest you're here in Cincinnati right yeah I mean those were all, I mean, when I say your world I just mean like analog like, oh, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know uh, going through real gear and stuff like that the, all those albums you know uh, were, were recorded like that and then um, you know that was that one was mixed out in California with a guy named Eli Cruz cool but um, yeah we, we, we're very conscious of, of, the, of sound you did a record with Carl we did. Uh, we put out uh, our last EP with Carl. Yeah, Sweet. yeah. Golden tickets. Um, cool, man. Well, I mean, anything else that that uh, you want to discuss? What, well, um, have you met Princess Monster Truck? I, I no, I haven't. 
I haven't because I, I since they've had her, I saw Bryce once. I think oh. I, I met I met him met up with him in Brooklyn. So he uh, yeah he he actually was like, man, you gotta meet Yoni. You gotta yeah. meet Yoni. Um, and uh, he showed me. He sent me. Uh, one of these, I don't even know what the video's from. I thought it was hilarious. It's like you talking to dude at a bus stop. Yeah, dude is hilarious. That's my boy uh, Andre. Yeah, he does. So he's, funny. he's uh hilarious. Yeah, he d- he does all kinds of videos. Oh, I think yeah, I think he said I don't know if you've seen Lil Bub's big show, the internet talk show that we do that Bub hosts. I haven't seen it. You you'll love it. We we okay. interviewed Steve Albini. Okay. He's on it. Kelly Deal's on it. Okay. Bub produces a single with Kelly Deal. It's totally over the top and ridiculous and yeah. really fun. My friends and I do it. And he was saying that it would be great to get to get you on the show. So if you're I'm down, in, man. you want to do it? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. It'd be super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can we record something? Yeah, okay. it would be great to do another one like Kelly. So, like, Kelly just wrote a song, and I was like, hey, so we'll just have, like, Bub produces your song for you. And it's this completely Sounds great. Ridiculous. That sounds great. That would be super fun. Cool, cool. Well, it was great to, to meet you finally in person, Mike. Too, man. And uh, I, I just let me know when you want to do that, and I, I can kind of Cool, you're in over. Cincinnati, man. You're like, I'm very close. Very close. Man. Cool. cool. I, I've, I've been sitting here with Mike uh, in Joy for Noise recordings in the stock room. Indianapolis, Indiana, signing off. Okay, good stuff. The Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. You can donate on PayPal through that email. Yeah, I, 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 I'm like I said, I'm heading to New York. If you if you have a great place for me to stay for cheap, let me know. Just for the first few nights, I think I I, I don't want to burden RJ, and also I need to be in Manhattan for the first few days. All right, I hope you guys are all well. I hope it's turning spring where you are. It's a little rough where I am. We just had more sleet, but uh, it's gonna melt off soon. And we're going to enter into that season of rebirth, season of lovemaking for other animals. And, and us, and us too. We do that. We do that, uh, I'm told. All right, well, take care. Live long and prosper. What do we say? Uh, keep blundering. No. Keep plundering. Uh, bye. Something like that.